Welcome to Thriving with ADHD, a podcast where we'll share everyday practical tips to thrive in life as an adult with ADHD. This podcast is brought to you by Animosano Psychiatry, a behavioral health practice with a specialist ADHD clinic based in North Carolina. And this is your host, Nada Pupovac. Welcome to the fourth episode of Thriving with ADHD, Dear ADHD Community. Today, we are talking about cognitive behavioral therapy and ADHD. We have a pleasure to welcome back our amazing PA, Madison Hanley. And before we start with the episode, I would like to mention that our fast-growing team is hiring for multiple positions, including psychiatrists, PAs, nurse practitioners, and mental health therapists. If you or someone you know are a behavioral health professional and would like to join our innovative and passionate team, please visit animosanopsychiatry.com careers and get in touch with our team. That's animosanopsychiatry.com careers. Thank you. Welcome back, Madison. I'm so happy to have you again on the podcast. And today uh, we are talking about very important thing, and that's cognitive behavioral therapy uh, in ADHD treatment. Um, as our listeners probably know, um, ADHD is a condition that's treated both with medication and non-medical types of uh, treatment. And cognitive behavioral therapy is definitely one of the powerful tools in the management of the condition. So as there might be people who are not familiar with this uh, modality and what it can do, could you just please explain to us uh, what's cognitive behavioral therapy? Yeah, sure. Um, And yeah, thanks for having me back. Um, But so getting into it, uh, cognitive behavioral therapy is a form of psychotherapy that uh, we offer. Um, It focuses on kind of the connection between our thoughts and emotions and our behaviors. Mm. Um, It it works to identify unhealthy or negative thinking patterns and beliefs and then replacing those with healthier, more productive ones. Um, It also encourages patients to kind of monitor those behaviors in order to maybe recognize triggers um, that are impacting their mental health. through CBT, the the hope is that people can gain control over their thoughts and feelings and kind of lead a more happier life from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the common practices in CBT involve setting personal goals, developing indo- individualized plans for reaching those goals. Um, our therapists can help with challenging irrational thoughts and, and modifying unwanted behaviors, mm-hmm. also working with patients to kind of practice cognitive tools like problem solving, Mm -hmm. self-control, mindfulness techniques that all in turn help to reduce stress levels um, and improve emotional regulation. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of the other common CBT uh, strategies include uh, learning different coping strategies, relaxation techniques, um, like I said, recognizing Uh, maybe triggering things um, that lead to those maladaptive behaviors Mm -hmm. and then practicing new thought patterns to try to replace those negative ones. Thank you. And um, maybe we can um, try to dig deeper and um, maybe you can let us know uh, what are the benefits of uh, cognitive behavioral therapy in ADHD management uh, specifically? 
Yeah, so CBT can be really helpful for um, people with ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, It can help to modify behaviors and and reduce some of those symptoms like uh, impulsiveness, distractibility, um, Mm -hmm. hyperactivity, a lot of times trouble with organizing tasks or or managing tasks. Um, Also kind of developing strategies to um, navigate through challenging situations um, more effectively mm-hmm. and overcoming some of those uh, stress-inducing emotions or, or um, habits that people get into. Mm-hmm. Um, it can also encourage patients to take responsibility for some of their actions by kind of learning how to set clear goals for themselves um, mm-hmm. and learning some of those tools through therapy, like problem solving, um, self-control techniques, mindfulness techniques. Um, individuals with ADHD can learn better ways of managing uh, their behaviors. And ultimately, uh, the benefit would be kind of improved focus, improved organizational skills, uh, improvement in time management skills, um, and overall kind of an increased motivation level um, and, and better emotional control. Mm-hmm. Um, and Could you now uh, maybe uh, let us know about a few real life examples for a person with ADHD that uh, cognitive behavioral therapy can help with? So we talked about the benefits in general, but for our listeners to maybe imagine uh, some real life example, how, um, you know, cognitive behavioral therapy uh, can uh, impact our thoughts, feelings, or uh, behaviors. Um, yeah, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, Thank sure. You. Yeah. Um. So, so with CBT, um, in relation to ADHD, so, mm-hmm. um, there's a lot of of kind of specific areas that it can really, um, hone in on, um, in relation to ADHD. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the common things that we see with a lot of our patients with ADHD is that they have a lot of irrational beliefs about themselves, mm-hmm. um, or even mm-hmm. kind of the world around them, um, or just kind of feeling like they're not good enough due mm-hmm. to the executive dysfunction that they're facing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so CBT can help with challenging those irrational thoughts and then, uh, kind of using cognitive restructuring to help patients not only identify their abilities, but also changing the way that they view themselves, um, especially in settings like work and school, where their performance or um, their their tasks are, are constantly being assessed by other people, whether that's like teachers or um, bosses, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really important because I mean, having constant unhealthy thoughts or or negative thoughts about yourself can make it really difficult to work towards the goals that you have set out and and to be productive in daily tasks. Mm -hmm. Um, That also comes into play when uh, with ADHD, we see that sometimes patients feel like every little thing has to be perfect or else it isn't good enough. Or maybe they feel that they can't do anything correctly when, when they aren't meeting those goals. Um, so CBT really helps to change those thought patterns so that um, patients have an increased self-esteem and, and ultimately able to accomplish more things. Um, another area is, is helping with modifying behaviors, um, such as becoming less impulsive or at least identifying maybe the areas where impulsivity is is problematic or, or maybe mm-hmm. causing challenges, like maybe spending too much money or 
or unhealthy eating choices or, or oh, so on and okay. so forth uh, in relation to impulsivity. Um, another area is managing distractions better. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of times we see that uh, prioritization is a big problem area or struggle that a lot of people face um, and kind of learning organizational techniques that are specific to what's going to work for that patient mm-hmm. um, is really helpful in maybe identifying um, areas or, or times when procrastination is at its worst um, and learning how to kind of work up that motivation or or find the motivation during those times to get the tasks that you need to get done, done. Um, In addition to that, it can also help with kind of implementing strategies for just better time management in general, Mm -hmm. um, which can really help with with daily functioning, whether that's in the workplace or or even at home with with everything that you have to get done in your personal life as well. Mm -hmm. Um, CBT also really encourages individuals to recognize triggers um, and implement strategies that allow them to manage their symptoms more effectively um, in ways like setting really clear and precise goals and then identifying maybe rewards for once you meet those goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that can be really helpful for just seeing the progress that you're making and um, helping the patient to better process uh maybe new experiences that they're going through or or coping with maybe goals that they didn't meet or or deadlines that they missed and and kind of how to uh, succeed through those things. Um, And even when you're not meeting your goals, just having that person to kind of talk that through with um, is really helpful for a lot of people. Um, Another another area is problem solving. Um, So Mm -hmm. tools for problem solving and and learning that self-control um, that really helps with uh, emotional regulation. So we see a lot of times that emotional dysregulation is very common in individuals with ADHD, mm-hmm. um, as well as just comorbid mood disorders like anxiety and depression. Um, and so CBT can help to manage uh, the stress that comes along with that in addition mm-hmm. to ADHD. So um seeing that relation to their executive dysfunction and helping to motivate the patient to have healthy lifestyle choices like diet, exercise, uh, healthy sleep hygiene, like we talked about last time. Um, And if nothing else, uh, the therapist can just spend that one-on-one time with the individual to help them um, maybe just better understand ADHD in general and and kind of educate them on, on the symptoms and Maybe uh, I know a lot of my patients who who are in therapy right now, they say that just being in that setting where they um, kind of have that one-on-one time to talk through their symptoms and and understand like, hey, this is why I do things this way. And Mm -hmm. um, that's why this didn't work out for me is because maybe I was doing it wrong or I didn't have the proper tools in place. And just having that time is really helpful. And it, it really makes patients feel validated kind of in the symptoms that they are experiencing because mm-hmm. they know that number one they're not alone and then um just knowing that that kind of that is the reason why they're doing things the way that they are um and, and that it's not something that's wrong with them or, or so on and so forth um yeah. and then just having kind of that neutral third party to to talk to as well um i think is really helpful and it's 
a really valuable tool to have uh, for patients with ADHD, but also with with any mental health disorder. As oh yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. It it sounds very powerful, and yeah. uh, it, and I'd say we really encourage our pa patients to um, um, try a comprehensive and uh, well rounded approach. At, uh, so not just medication, but everything else that can help to improve. Uh, the situation to manage condition and really uh, have more fulfilling life really that's all yeah, what th this sure. is about um so if uh, anyone wants to start uh with uh, cognitive behavioral therapy what's the best way to go about it yeah so um the best way to go about about finding um somebody who does cognitive behavioral therapy mm -hmm. is is finding a qualified specialist or, or therapist that um, maybe specializes even in the treatment of ADHD, if that mm -hmm, is something mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, that, that you're wanting something more specific towards. But also, um, obviously, CBT is very helpful in other mental health disorders oh, yeah. as well. Absolutely. Um, we have therapists here that that specialize in our clinic with mm -hmm. uh, ADHD, obviously, mm -hmm. but but also well equipped for other areas. But mm -hmm. um, if, if patients aren't um, local, uh, one of the resources that I give to patients is Psychology Today is is a really good online resource where you can uh, like type in your zip code and and find therapists that are local, but also kind of filtering out by um, what they specialize in, maybe what insurance they take, if they offer in person or virtual visits. So it's a really helpful resource. And then you can also um, read kind of a little bit about each therapist and find one that's a really good personality fit for you. Cause I think it's really important oh, yeah. uh, for patients to have a therapist that they're comfortable with. Um, and, and I tell patients that too, if, if you meet with a therapist and it doesn't seem like a good fit, it's not going to hurt their feelings because you guys are both going to get the best um, improvement and it's going to be the best benefit for you if you're comfortable with them. So um, sometimes it it takes uh, like a little bit of um, looking around, but uh, finding finding that good fit uh, personality wise is important too. Um, and then once you have found someone that that works well with you, you guys can kind of work together to set personal goals and, and develop an individualized plan for maybe the schedule that you're going to meet on and things like that. So it's really um, individualized, but there's a lot of resources out there online that help kind of search for therapists uh, locally. Thank you so much for sharing that. I think this is very um, important and uh, valuable for our listeners and hopefully uh, it will help them in find the right match for them. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you again. Um, and uh, just like all other episodes, the way we would like to finish uh, this one is uh, if there is one most important thing that our listeners could remember from this episode, what that would be. Yeah, so mm -hmm. um, I think that CBT is a really valuable tool, um, mm -hmm. especially for patients with ADHD. ADHD. Mm -hmm. Um, and while CBT doesn't replace the value of medication management, I do think that it, it does help to add strategies and changes to areas that medication can't. Mm -hmm. um, so for example, while, while medications might help someone to focus, it's still not choosing what you're focusing on. Um, right. So yeah. so therapy comes into play by helping you better prioritize uh, your tasks and your to-do list and kind of close that gap. Um, to help further provide kind of symptom management 
Um, ultimately, there's going to be areas that patients still struggle with, regardless of medication. And this is really where the value of therapy comes into play and um, to help further provide symptom relief. Uh, I think patients really do uh, truly see the best result with that combination of therapy and medication. Um, and I think the beauty of CBT is that it can be so personalized and, and individualized to someone's individual needs. And just having that that person there um, and those tools in your toolbox uh, to help you during both your highs and your lows, uh, I think is really important. Something that anyone would benefit from, uh, whether or not you have ADHD. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think CBT is very important and uh, worth a shot. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, I enjoyed this conversation and uh, we learned a lot today. Um, and I'd say we encourage people to um, just uh, do the best for themselves and try to get help. And uh, this is definitely one of the very uh, powerful tools that can help uh, in this process. Thank you so much. Uh, and hopefully we'll uh, see you again soon. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for listening to Thriving with ADHD. This show is produced by Animo Sano Psychiatry. Please follow, rate, or share our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming app of your choice. Music is by Daddy's Music from Pixabay. For more information about Animo Sano Psychiatry, please visit animosanopsychiatry.com.